Hi there, and welcome to MoslaCast. This podcast series aims to provide relevant and realistic exam preparation for medical school clinical finals. The episode will feature a clinical scenario, followed by a seven-minute clinical history. Finally, as with the Moslo exams, there will be a six-minute discussion with opportunity for you to pause the recording and test your knowledge. If you'd like a full guide on how to get the most out of these podcasts, please check out our Mosler Guide track. These cases are based on real examples and are written by doctors with experience of long case exams. Enjoy and best of luck! Dom is a 26-year-old male who was recently admitted to the Surgical Assessment Unit. Please explore his presenting complaint ideas, concerns and expectations, and assess any likely risk factors. You will then be asked to discuss the case with the examiner. Hi Dom, I'm Sean, a fifth year medical student, and I'd like to talk to you about your recent admission to hospital if that's okay. I suppose so, if you have to. Okay, can we start by you telling me a bit about why you came to hospital? My GP told me to come in. Right. And why did you go see your GP? I just had a really bad case of the runs. Worst I've ever had and just felt absolutely rough. That must have been really difficult. Can you remember when it started and how long did it go on for? Well, that's the thing. It's you doctor's fault. I just got back from a summer in Magaluf and my GP suggested I should cut down on my smoking and drinking. That's when it started. It went on for a good few weeks. Then I just thought, enough's enough and I needed it to stop. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. How many times a day were you going to the toilet? Not as sorry as me. Sometimes I wouldn't even make it to the toilet. Do you know how embarrassing that is? No, of course you don't. Well, anyway, I was going something like 10, 15 times a day. No, I don't, but thank you for sharing. What was the stool like? Was there any blood or mucus with it? Yeah, it's not pleasant, is it? And neither was the poo. That's when I knew something was seriously up. I started passing blood into the toilet and it was just gross. That isn't normal, is it? Even I know that. Blood? How much blood was there? Too much blood. Any blood is too much blood. Was it mixed in with a stool or was it on the paper? It was right mixed in, all over the shop. It was scary stuff when I first saw it. And what colour was it? Red. Blood's red. Was it dark red, a bright red or was it black? Oh, bright red, mixed in with the poo. You do like to ask your questions about poo. Just checking some important details. I appreciate the questions are a little personal. Did you have any other symptoms at the time? Like what? You said you felt absolutely rough. What did you mean by that? Well, like I said, absolutely rough. Can you be any more specific? Jeez, well, you know, really run down like, tired and out of it. I think I lost quite a bit of weight too, but I think anyone would go into the toilet that much. And the pain, my God, it was awful. Sounds terrible. Can you tell me more about the pain? I can only imagine it's what labour's like. It came and went in waves, like the worst cramp I'd ever had. Except unlike labour, it didn't stop. And what about its relationship to the diarrhoea? Actually, Doc, I did feel a lot better after going to the toilet. Okay, that's interesting. And where was the pain? All over my belly, really. Quite low down. And at its worst, what would you score it out of ten? 
probably about an eight, but believe me, I've got a really high threshold for pain, but this was really bad. Did you have any temperatures at all? I did feel all clammy and sweaty from time to time. It was all just frustrating. And what about any dizziness? Sometimes the pain was so bad, I felt like the room was spinning. So, you've told me that you've been experiencing awful pain in your tummy, alongside going to the toilet to open your bowels up to 10 to 15 times per day, and passing blood in your stools with some dizziness and temperatures. How long was all of this going on for? It was about a week before I'd had enough. My mum brought me to hospital. Okay. Had you had any thoughts about what was going on? I have no idea. I was just pretty worried and wanted it to stop. Yeah, it must have been a scary time. Was there anything you were particularly worried about? Well, I knew passing blood wasn't normal. And things like that you always think the worst. Like cancer. But I'm too young for that. And what were you hoping the doctors would do for you? Well, I never expected to have surgery, that's for sure. I thought they might just be able to give me a few tablets or something and it would settle down. Yes, that must have been quite a shock. How have you been since the surgery? Well, it was all just a blur. I honestly can't remember much about the few days I was in hospital. But since then, things have been so much better. I know people say that surgery is horrible and that these bags can ruin your image and that. But for me, it's just so much better than the rubbish I was having to put up with. With all the pain. Okay. Do you mind if I ask? Does anything like this run in your family? I'm not sure. I was adopted, so I don't know much about my actual family. One more of these medical questions, please. Do you think you had lost any weight over the last few months? Yeah, but I'm not sure how much. I had been doing loads of exercise in Magaluf, so I put it down to that. Thank you. Can we go back to how this all started? You said you'd been to Magaluf. What were you doing there? Bit nosy, aren't you? I was a holiday rep for the summer. Best time of my life. Doubt I'll be able to do that again, though, with this stupid bag. OK, so you were there for the whole summer. Eat anything unusual or do anything untoward? Don't think so. I mean, I had a few kebabs after nights out and there was a lot of drugs knocking about. But I'm not into that stuff. I just stick to my tabs. That's right. You said you'd stopped smoking. Was that before or after these symptoms? Uh, I think it was a couple of weeks before, and I thought smoking was bad for you. It is. It's just important to think of any triggers. Right you are, Doc. I'd just like to ask you a little bit more about your daily life. Just to get to know you and your health a bit better. Is that okay? You are nosy, aren't you? Okay then. Fine. Go on. So who's at home with you? I live with my mum and dad. My mum has tried to be really helpful during all of this, but it's just embarrassing. I hate not being in control of things, being taken care of by other people. It sounds like this issue has impacted quite a lot on your day-to-day life. Is there anything that has stopped you doing? I, I used to play football with my mates two or three times a week. I can't even face them now. Oh, that's a shame. Is there anything else you'd like to share with me or think that's important for me to know? don't think so. I mean, you're the one with all the questions. I'm just the patient. Thank you. Your time is up. Could you please summarise your findings on the history? This is Dom, a 26-year-old gentleman who has experienced a week-long history of severe abdominal pain associated with opening his bowels up to 15 times per day. There was fresh red blood in his stool and he experienced weight loss, fever and dizziness. 
He has had abdominal surgery and has a stoma as a result of this. This has impacted on his daily life in a profound way. Please give me your differential diagnosis for this patient. As his main symptom is bloody diarrhoea, this is most likely coming from the GI tract. My top differential would be inflammatory bowel disease, most likely ulcerative colitis. Given his recent travel, it could also be an infective colitis. And although he is young, I would still want to rule out a colorectal cancer. And how would you go about investigating this patient on initial presentation to the surgical assessment unit? I would split my investigations into bedside tests, bloods, imaging and special tests. Starting with bedside, I would like to take some baseline observations to help assess the severity of his illness. I'd want to take a stool culture and a urine dip to rule out infection. An ECG may be helpful if he has a tachycardia. Bloods I would like to include a full blood count to assess anemia, urea and electrolytes to check kidney function as he may have been dehydrated due to his fluid loss. CRP is an inflammatory marker and the group and save as he may require a blood transfusion. I would like to get an abdominal x-ray to make sure there are no signs of distension or toxic megacolon and an erect chest x-ray to rule out perforation depending on how unwell he was at presentation. A CT scan would be helpful to show inflammation in the acute stage, but ultimately I'd want an endoscopy with biopsies to confirm the diagnosis. Okay, you mentioned severity there. Do you know how to assess the severity of an IBD flare-up? Disease severity for ulcerative colitis can be split into mild, moderate and severe. This depends on frequency of diarrhoea, amount of blood passed, degree of anemia and systemic features such as temperature, heart rate and inflammatory markers. Given this, I would say DOM would fit into this severe category. And do you know what this scoring system that you've just described is called? It's known as the True Love and Wits criteria. Okay, good. After maximal medical treatment, Dom's symptoms still haven't resolved. What options are left to him? If despite maximal medical treatment, Dom is still unhappy with his symptoms control or is still severe, then we look at surgical treatment. This would be in the form of colectomy with either ileostomy formation or ileal anal pouch. The good news would be that as ulcerative colitis is confined to the colon, this surgery would be curative. Dom has had an ileostomy. How can you tell the difference between an ileostomy and a colostomy? An ileostomy tends to be located on the right, has a pink raised spout appearance and generally tends to form more liquidy stool. Whereas a colostomy tends to be located on the left and is more flush to the skin producing more solid stool. You are asked to assess Dom's risk factors. What have you been able to ascertain for ulcerative colitis? Well, Dom is 26, which puts him in one of the peak incident age groups. There is no gender predisposition. He had recently stopped smoking and smoking has been shown to be protective. He is unsure of his family history, so I would like to explore this further as there is a strong genetic link. Are you aware of any multi-system manifestations of inflammatory bowel disease? Yes, I'm aware of a few, 
I would break these up into dermatological, rheumatological and ophthalmological. Cutaneous conditions associated with IBD are erythema nodosum and pyoderma gangrenosum. Joint disorders include sacroiliitis and ankylosing spondylitis. Finally, ophthalmological conditions may include anterior uveitis or episcleritis. Thanks very much for your time. MoslaCast is created by MediSense. You can find more ways to learn differently on our website, www.medisense.org.uk. Thanks for listening.